Welcome to Origin Gates Daily Podcast, Wisdom's Echo. This is Grant Mahoney, and we're going to be continuing our series on the increase of the kingdom. So, last time we spoke about, we looked at two of the where problems emerge, and they were leadership and vision. And what I want to look at this week is I want to look at finances, which is something that I really enjoy discussing because it's something that you always put on my heart, and it's also the subject that Yeshua spoke about the second most after the kingdom. So it is very important for us to understand it. And so I want us to look at at money and finances because financial understanding, the problems that come from that emerge from a lack of financial understanding. So when we don't have this financial understanding, problems are going to emerge. And many people believe that having a lack of finances is the issue when in reality, what the issue is, is that people don't understand how money works. And so if you look at how people even struggle to understand the system of finances, we can understand what I'm trying to say right now. And so most people work for money, but in reality, as believers, we need to make money work for us, which is really the key that we, we need to be looking at. And so regardless of how much money you and I have, we have to learn how to make it work for us. And we should really start that whole process when we have a little, because when you can learn with a little, like the word says, if you're faithful in the small things then you'll be given much. And so, the main principle that all of us need to learn is that money really does grow on trees. And I want to use the analogy of a tree in this session to talk about how we can begin to learn to get financial understanding and what we should be doing with financial um, understanding and the finances that we have. And every one of us should really understand and discover how we plant and grow our own personal money tree or trees. And I'm going to look at this in a bit of detail right now. So. I'm going to give you a short summary, a summary of how this happens. And so the first step to growing a money tree is the same step as required to grow anything, and that's the seed. We need seed. We need that initial investment. We need something that we can put down as a seed and begin to plant. And that investment seed could come in many different forms. It could come in the form of having a degree that you've spent all this money on. Like my son's just finished his IT degree. And now he has a seed there that can actually take him somewhere because it's going to open doors for him because of what he knows because of his degree. It could be a building, a house, a business, a ministry, anything like that. And so the investment will always cost you something. Nothing of value comes cheap. It's one of the things I really want to say. It's funny how believers always want everything for free. When I come to a conference for nothing, they complain because something costs money. But anything of value costs a lot of money. And so, um, like I said, that that investment costs. And we all have to sell what we... What, what I mean, if you needed to buy a field, you would buy, sell everything to buy that field. I mean, it says that in scripture. Why? Because we know that it holds a treasure. And so the investment seed is planted in the ground of your life, is what I'm trying to say. And so from that seed, with any seed, what happens is one of the first things that begins to grow is the root system. And anything that does not have a substantial root system cannot last. It's going to be blown over by the wind or any shaking in the land. And, you know, it's not going to stand. And so it's no different in the financial world because a very weak financial root system is not going to sustain a lifetime of financial need. And we have to understand this. And so this financial root system is really determined um, and developed by the way that we, we try to acquire money, spend money, save money, and give money. So there's those four things. That financial root system is developed by determining the way you acquire money, you spend money, you save money, and you give money. And those are very, very important. And so how 
how are you going to handle your money? And so we have to look at this question because the way that this question is answered is either going to be wise or it's going to be foolish. And it's going to determine the strength of your root system, which is so important. Now, the next level of the tree is the trunk. The trunk is literally the support system for the entire tree when we look at that. And it supports the resources and I'm sorry, it transports all the resources to the branches and then the leaves and then the fruit. And so the roots feed the trunk and it grows and becomes the main system support structure for your finances and so the thing is that once you and i um have a trunk that becomes secure then we can begin to branch out and we can begin to diversify which is very very important for us and so if you just even look at banks like there's no bank that just has one branch for example they don't have just like one main center and then nothing else what do they do they develop branches all over the nation so like in new zealand the bank that i belong to is called the anz australian new zealand bank and it's everywhere. Every single town will have an ANZ. And so that's exactly how our finances should be. We need to branch out. We need to extend so because it's the branches that produce the leaves or the covering for that tree. And so literally, if you look at the way believers behave, most believers walk through life completely exposed. They don't have covering. And I'm talking financial covering because they don't have branches producing leaves. And so the leaves provide covering for your life, which includes things like your expenses, your pleasures, your property, your investments. These are kind of things that we should be looking at as believers. And so the leaves are vital to our prosperity. It's a vital part of our prosperity, but they cannot exist without the branches and the branches cannot exist without the trunk. And of course, the trunk needs to have a substantial root system. If you want to grow a tall tree, you've got to have a substantial root system. It's the same with if you're building skyscrapers, you've got to go down a long way to build a tall skyscraper. And so success, if we think about it this way, is always determined by the root system. So what financial root system do you have in place? And so this money tree, like I said in the beginning, begins with the seed and then it grows into the root system and then builds the trunk and expands with branches. And then it begins to flourish with things like leaves and blossoms and flower. And then the end goal of this tree is to actually produce the long awaited fruit that you that you plant in the tree for. And it's interesting when you look at fruit in this sense, the fruit starts with the blossom. And this is very, very key as I was looking at this and beginning to study this, because when a flower begins to blossom, what does it do? It releases a fragrance. And so when you handle your finances well and you have a tree that's going, then, then when those blossoms come out, it releases a fragrance for the next generation. And this is something that we need to be building. We need to stop just being selfish and thinking about this generation whatever we build needs to go into the next generation so i think about the businesses that i have and i think about how are my children going to prosper them how are my grandchildren going to prosper from this do i want them working with me the answer is yes i would love that and so we'll see what time comes from then so following the flower is the fruit now this is the here comes the big issue so many believers end their money tree at this stage and this is the big problem they go and they eat their fruit which is a mistake so many of us make and, and the reason we do this is because we've built this thing we've labored for this thing it's taken time to grow the tree and the reason we want it is so we can get some money and then when that money comes we go and we eat it and then there's nothing left and so but and this is one of the things we have to understand this is one of the key financial principles is the fruit when you're building a tree like this 
it's not to eat the fruit at this stage. Why? Because the fruit here is more seed. That's the purpose of the fruit, more seed. Like you can grow an apple tree. If you go and eat all the apples, all you're going to have is one apple tree. And so the first fruits are seed fruits, is what I'm trying to say. And so the seed inside those fruits is to be planted in order to start another money tree. And so I'm going to give you a good example. So we've started a business recently uh, with Marius and another guy called Robbie, Origin Wealth Consulting, which some of you know about. And so what we did is we took our first, I think it was possibly eight weeks of income that came from that business and we traded all of it. In other words, we gave all of it. We didn't take a single cent as a first fruits offering. And I believe because we've done that, things will begin to expand from that because we were honoring with the finances that came into the, the business. And so the thing is that 25 years from now, we're going to have a forest, not just some single fruitless tree. Yes, it may bear fruit for the season and then you eat all that fruit and you have nothing left. And so what it does is it perpetuates a cycle of continuous poverty, hand to mouth kind of understanding. But when you can take that fruit and you can take the seeds and you can plant it and you can sow that first fruit offering, basically then you begin to build a forest. And so when people don't understand how money eat, works, they go and they eat their first fruit and they receive and they literally throw away the seed. And that's one of the biggest issues. They don't take time to harvest the seed, to plant it, and to grow a root system. Because I want to tell you this, you know, growing a forest demands sacrifice. And, and like I said in the beginning, anything of value is going to take time. And it's, and it's so difficult in today's generation, which is an instant gratification society. Everything is instant. Instant food, um, instant noodles. You know, you can go to any fast food joint and everything's quick and fast and all kinds of stuff and it's just we cannot live life like that because nowhere in the kingdom is anything fast everything takes time because there's a richness and a journey that's happening and i think it's it almost saddens me when i look at a lot of believers and they want everything rushed like they'll hear someone share something and then next week they want to do it and then what happens is a lot of them begin to do this kind of stuff in their imaginations and it's not even real and so the sacrifice that we have to give is so worth it in the long run is what I want to say because sacrifice teaches you and me how to rule financially and in so many other ways, but I'm talking finances in this one. And so we must learn how do we use money with strategy and with creativity. And so you guys know, I mean, I say this all the time, every believer needs to have a minimum of one business, but I would say multiple businesses. And so never ever bury your money but circulated and invested to empower your financial impact because we should all be having an incredible financial impact within the kingdom of Yahweh. And so when we do this, when I really believe when we begin to have the finances and we begin to steer them correctly, we're going to have a almost a renaissance of, of Solomon's kingdom because the kingdom of God is going to gain traction when you and I as believers and sons of Yahweh begin to learn key financial principles and begin to apply them because we desperately need the money. It's the money that has a voice and begins to change the political system. And so when, like I said, right at the beginning of this teaching, when you look uh, of this teaching, when you look at what Yeshua spoke about, the first thing he spoke about the most about was the kingdom. The next thing he spoke about was the proper relationship between money and yourself as a believer. That was what was second. And so we have to understand money because money is so connected to your spirituality. If you're not a good uh, steward and if you don't understand money, if you're not handling your money correctly, then more than likely your spiritual life is a bit of a mess. And so 
I re believe that the kingdom and finances go hand in hand. You cannot separate them. Money is not evil. It's the love of money that is evil, not money. Money in itself is one of the greatest inventions ever made. And so we need to understand this. And so problems emerge when believers don't have a biblically, a biblically based financial understanding. And so I really want to encourage you that as you look at this, start asking Yahweh, what tree, money tree am I supposed to plant? Start asking him for those ideas. I mean, there's an angel called Prudence. There's a being called Prudence. And I met her in, in Alabama a few years ago. And it was the one being that I didn't know immediately. And it was, it was fascinating to see this being. And Prudence has all these witty inventions and ideas for us as the sons of Yahweh. And we need to stop making excuses. We need to take something and invest something and go for it. And so I really want to encourage you. I really believe we're in a time and a season when Yahweh is releasing ideas to his sons and releasing the things of the kingdom to his children. And it's very interesting when I speak to a lot of people that we're walking with in this time of COVID where people have been losing their business and things have been going bad and we've been getting whatever stimulus checks from the government and stuff like that to survive. The believers that I've been speaking to, it's been some of the most prosperous times that they've ever experienced. And my wife and I have found that personally. Our finances this in this last year of COVID have been phenomenal. And you know what? I give Yahweh all the praise and all the glory for that. But I will say that we have applied financial principles that I've been talking about in this session to our lives. And we've seen the fruit of it. And so... I have multiple businesses. I want more businesses. And, and sometimes Sam says to me, how do, how do we do more? I don't know, but Yahweh will give me the capacity and he'll connect me with the people so that we can build more and more. Because this is what it's about. I want a forest of businesses can, that can not just benefit my generation, but the generations to come. That my children and my grandchildren, my great-grandchildren will live and walk in prosperity because of what I, as their father and mother, have laid for them. So I bless you guys. And Father, I just want to pray for everyone that's listening to this. Yahweh, that we would begin to get the understanding of kingdom finances, Father. I pray that you would begin to release an anointing over us to understand money, Father. And so Yahweh, I bless everyone. Father, I thank you, prudence, that you begin to release ideas to the believers, the sons of Yahweh, and that we would not hold back and we would not have excuses, but we would reach out and grab those ideas and begin to implement them. Father, that we would not be great starters and terrible finishers, but we would be great starters and great finishers, Father. And Lord, I thank you that we would begin to build generationally for our families, Father. So we bless you and we thank you. And we just give you all the glory and the honor and the praise. Thank you, Father. Hallelujah. Bless you guys. Thank you so much for listening.